Hello, hello, and welcome to this first installment of the TST podcast. I'm your host, Anish Satpute, and I would like to focus this first episode on who I am and what this podcast is going to be about. So I wanted to start by introducing myself. Uh, my name is Anish. I'm Indian, and although uh, I am Indian, I've lived most of my life outside of India, but I currently do live in India. Uh, I'm interested in philosophy, politics, and rap, and I try to uh, intertwine all three of them. So I'm currently writing a book on philosophy. I'm starting this podcast for both philosophical and political commentary, and I rap, and sometimes I have rap which has a political message, but I also try to... Uh, have some raps which are just about bars and which are more casual. You may be wondering, why the name? The sign of the dollar. What does that mean? What does that represent? Well, to me at least, it represents freedom, virtue, and achievement. Money, if we think about it, is a tool of trade. It was put into place because of the fact that men were using their mind and they needed something in order to trade the products of their mind, in order to remain productive and earn a livelihood from that productiveness, a means to earn your livelihood, so to speak. So money is a tool of trade. It is how our society functions and interacts with each other through transactions which are mutually beneficial or trade. I do what I want and what I'm best at, and the rewards for my achievement in pursuit of this path is money. Money is a symbol that I have satisfied the needs of others by trading the products of my mind with them for money which they have received from pursuing the path which they want to and satisfying the needs of others in their field. So I can use this money for my own livelihood. To come to the point of trade, both parties have self-interest and are helping each other. To be able to have products or money to trade, they also had to pursue their own self-interest. Money is how we develop. Competition is the cause of different firms pursuing their self-interest with an incentive to maximize profit. Therefore, they constantly come up with better products which helps the world and helps us to evolve and develop. Without money, none of this is possible. At an individual level, if money is thoroughly earned, it is one of the best material expressions for one's immaterial values in this material world. It is a representation of his good deeds, a representation that he was productive, that he worked hard, he or she, obviously, worked hard to earn this money, used his or her mind to produce products and then trades these products of their mind with other people in return for money, which they have earned if they have gone through this process. Now, of course, there are people who exploit others for money, and there are people who steal money or get money through immoral ways. And obviously, I am not glorifying these people when I say that the sign of the dollar or money represents all of these things to me. I am talking about how money came into place in the first place, what it is meant to be used for, and aids our society, how it helps our society function and participate in deals, participate in transactions which are mutually beneficial. These are all of the results of the fact that we came up with this invention in order to trade with other people. And this is what I mean. These are the things that I'm talking about when I mean, when I say that money represents virtue, achievement, and freedom. So that's the main reason of why I chose to name this podcast The Sign of the Dollar. I will come back to this many times throughout my podcast about money and what it represents and when it can represent virtue, but when it can also represent vice. 
But you may be wondering, why the dollar? Why not any other currency? Why not any other form of money? Why did I choose to talk about the dollar? Well, that brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk about. My podcast is going to focus mainly on American politics. While I will talk about global politics and global events, it is mainly going to focus on events that happen in America which have political or economic implications. So what sets me aside from the immense amount of political commentators which are already in the USA? Well, it would be that most political commentators talk only on the surface level about politics, which is just the policies and things like that. And they don't necessarily delve deep into the philosophical implications. On the other hand, when I think about new events, I always think about how they relate to my philosophical values. And that is something which I would like to share on my podcast and hopefully add value to the people that are listening to my podcast by doing so. So as far as politics go, uh, I'm actually uh, leaning towards the right wing. However, I, w- I don't want to associate myself too strongly with any movement because I see a lot of stupidity in both movements and movements have a tendency to stray away from the ideology, which causes a lot of contradictions in people's philosophies. So while ideologically I am a right wing libertarian, I have disagreements with the right wing as well as I do with the left wing. But the basic underlying philosophy of individualism is something that I strongly believe in. The right to your mind, the idea of freedom, the idea of being able to pursue your passion and earn a livelihood, the idea of trade, the idea of self-ownership. These are all ideas which are implied within individualism and capitalism. And Uh, Most of the right wing do support these ideals, and a lot of people on the left also do. But this is what I consider what is one of the underlying ideologies of the right wing. And because of these ideologies, I identify ideologically as a right wing libertarian. And I do believe, and I know that a lot of people on the left, which are more moderate, agree with me on this fact that the left has changed a lot and it has become more and more about race, sex, and they try to make a lot of these things about race and sex. And while I don't like to use these words because they're so overused, such as social justice warrior or race baiter or snowflake, a lot of these are actually, these people, these kinds of people are actually quite common and are given a lot of power in the media because they are not censored in the same way that uh, lunatics or extremists on the right are. Um, and not even lunatics, actually, because a lot of people on the right are censored unfairly. But that is a topic that I will leave for another podcast. But um, I'm sure a lot of you would agree with me, um, even people on the left, that there have been a lot of problems on the left. And while there are on the right as well, the, the basic underlying philosophy of the left is something that I do not associate with at all, which is why I say I'm ideologically a right winger. So I urge people of different opinions and people from both sides of the political spectrum to listen to my podcast and use it as a source of ideas, even if you don't agree with everything that I say on this podcast. Talking to people, especially actually of different opinions, helps you sharpen your own ideology and helps you add value, helps you provoke your own thoughts and question your ideology constantly so that you can constantly evolve and improve it. I consider myself to be a free thinker and that's also why I don't fit into any movement as such. I actually did 
fit more to the left at a point and I would go with the movement and basically regurgitate anything that they would say. And then the same kind of thing happened when I did some more research and although I was a bit more of a free thinker when I did some more research and I realized that I, my ideas line up more with the right wing, I still had a tendency to go with the movement and as many, many, many people do and then they participate in this sort of groupthink. And although groupthink is collectivist and it is one of the values of the extreme left wing, it happens on the right as well and it happened to me as well. So at this moment, I've thought a lot through and ideologically I'm a right winger, but like I said twice before, I do not want to associate myself strongly with any movement because I do not belong to any movement. I am my own mind. I don't participate in any kind of groupthink. That being st said, I do have strong right-wing values, as I mentioned earlier, and a lot of you may think that you're left or may say that you're left and agree with some of these values, and that's perfectly fine. But this is something I'll address later about how philosophy and politics relate and how they can sometimes contradict each other for certain people. So as I said, this podcast will cover American politics, it will cover global politics, and while most of my podcasts will talk about recent events, uh, I will also have a few episodes which talk about ongoing issues uh, in America or globally. Uh, and those will be special editions, which will not be as often as my uh, weekly podcasts, which will be about new events. I will also be having a co-host called Kunal. He's one of my friends and he will be on my podcast almost weekly. And we will talk together about the news of the day. We will talk about different things. Uh, and that'll also be a way to keep my po podcast engaging. Apart from that, I will also have a few other uh, guests, some special guests who host their own podcasts or some special guests who uh, engage in other such endeavors. Anyway, that'll do it for me today. This was just a short introduction. Uh, my other podcasts will be about uh, new events, so I'm sure they'll be more interesting to you. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I Hope you stay tuned for the next episode, which will, as of now, I think it'll it's going to be about censorship in the media, specifically talking about the Alex Jones situation. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, and until next time, this has been your host, Nisat Pute, at the TST Podcast.